being at your home spot. Good morning, Lord. Thank you for this beautiful Friday. Gosh, great weather, Lord. Thank you for this. Uh, just a great mm -hmm. gift of sunshine and just, gosh, the sun rises and sunsets have been just spectacular, Lord. So thank you. And thank you for Friday and uh, all the uh, enthusiasm that comes with Fridays, Lord. And uh, just ask you to help us today. Hopefully, um, give us all you know that burst of energy that uh, that sun sunshine does for many of us, and uh, help us to really lean into you today, and um, mm -hmm. help us get closer to you today, Lord, and help us love and serve others today, God. Thank you for Dakota and his leadership, and again, just ask your Spirit to speak through him to us uh, messages that you want us to learn and be encouraged by today. We love you, God. Amen. Dakota Bierman, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys um, and gals, whoever may be listening now or later. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome to, yeah, awesome to um, be with you guys, gals, this morning. Um, yeah, I wanted to talk about this this morning. One of the things I want to talk about was love, and we've you know, nice broad topic that's yeah. probably been hit on and talked about a bunch. Um, talked about a bunch on here, I would imagine. And uh, it's just something that as I was praying and seeking God about what should I talk about, that mm -hmm. is, he kind of just strung together some things that I think will hopefully be a good um, uh, little message. Yeah for us kind of approaching the weekend. So with that, I will get into it and just say a quick prayer. Father, I ask that you would speak through me this morning and that you would highlight specific things that could touch the hearts, the minds of those who would listen to this now or later. Mm -hmm. Thank you that your spirit speaks um, through us and to us. And, and you're the one God who speaks most clearly and best and i ask that you would do that in jesus name amen amen cool so again topic of love yeah no you know <clears throat> just a light topic to get into uh today we'll see how this goes um couple things to hit when we're talking about love the uh word love appears hundreds of times in the new testament i don't have an exact number because you could look at some website and it'll tell you you know 200 and another website will tell you you know 300 and uh <clears throat> baby welsh is behind me crying so we'll see if i, I can't hear but <laughs> you, you sound good i can i can hear her good deal yeah good deal i'll keep going um but yeah, so depending on what website you look at, you can find all sorts of answers to how many times does love appear in the Bible. So it's all over the map, but it's a lot of times. <laughs> and some of the scriptures that I think of and that you guys are probably familiar with is um, classic, you know, Mark 12, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. And the second commandment, you know, love, love your neighbor as yourself. And he's saying no other commandment is uh is greater than these you know so he sums up the whole law in these two things love god love others mm. that's significant right mm. or in john first john where he says you know let us love one another our love is from god 
Uh, he goes on to say, you know, because because God is love. You know, this description of God as being love. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's this this thing that I want to explore this morning where we have this call to love and it's meant to flow like from God's love for us. Like how many of you in looking at your motivations for loving people, it can be kind of mixed motives, you know, like I kind of want some, it's transactional a lot of times, right? Like I'm going to love you, but I kind of expect you to, you know, kind of oh yeah, think about me a certain way or whatever. And you hear people say all the time, you need to learn to love because he loves you. And it's like, what are you even talking about? So anyway, I want to explore that a little bit. And first, let's just look at the word love. Google, you know, classic Google definition. Love is an intense feeling of deep affection. When you really care about someone or something, you know, it's like I've got this deep affection. And that's how we tend to think about love. Right. But then you read the Bible. Right. And you, you listen to what what the Bible has to say about love. And we get this this description of love in First Corinthians 13 that says love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It's not proud. It does not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not easily anchor, angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It protects the trust. It hopes it perseveres. It never fails. Right. Somehow Google does not reach the depths of what love actually is. This like really wonderful description in First Corinthians 13 shows us how um, multifaceted love is and how deep love is. And so and, and if you even think about how we use the word love, um, we use love to describe all sorts of things right like we say i love pizza and then we say you know i love my mom or i love my wife or husband or whatever or i love my child we use this word love kind of interchangeably for all all sorts of things and um we really don't uh reach the depth i believe of what the bible is talking about when it talks about love and we just kind of throw the word around and it kind of waters it down a little bit or a lot of it you know yeah. And um, I'm going to get into the Greek forms of love because the word love in the New Testament is written in Greek, but it actually shows up a few different ways. And uh, this is, I've heard different people talk about these forms of love in the Greek, but they're really fun to explore. If you want to do a deeper dive, read C.S. Lewis's book, The Four Loves. But those four loves that show up in the Bible again show us how how um how much bigger of a word this actually is and uh <clears throat> these four words are storgi phileo i talked about phileo a couple weeks ago i think eros and agape storgi is a the type of love that you experience oftentimes between like a parent or a child it's kind of just a natural affection that tends to happen between parents and child phileo is a friendship form of love, right? Philadelphia, brotherly love, you know, your mutual, maybe have a similar interest or something like that. You tend to relate over things, right? This is your best friend, right? Easy to talk to, easy to spend time with. Eros is a sexual or romantic form of love, right? You experience this with your spouse. And um, 
agape is really interesting. It's a chair, the word that's often used to describe agape is charity. You know, it's like you're giving to somebody or something, um, because of, a, because of something in you that's, that's causing you to, to, to want to do that. Here's another way of thinking about that. Imagine you walk into a room and I love this example. This is like my favorite example for describing this. So each of you guys listening to this, um, you know, don't close your eyes. If you're driving, close your eyes, if you're able to do that, <clears throat> you know, whatever, but here's the, here's the picture. You walk into a room and one, well, let's say, okay, you walk into a room, four corners to a room, right? Mm -hmm. So you walk into that room, you look at corner number one, and you see your, your mom or your dad or your child, right? That's story. What does that feel like? What is it like, mm. you know, to see, just imagine that you see your mom, your dad, child, mm -hmm. whoever, you know, a family member that you're close to, what does that feel like? You know, it's a, you're, there's probably a natural draw for you to go to that corner, you know, and catch up with mom, dad, or child. All right. Corner number two is in that corner is like your best friend. You've known this person for the longest time and you, um, you have such an easy time spent, you know, talking with them. You've built up affection over the years. You see them in the corner. You know, what does that feel like to see your best friend in that corner, right? Probably there's a draw for you to go to that corner too, right? To go and spend time with, you know, your best friend. Corner number three is, uh, you know, I think the best example would be like, imagine you're single still and there's somebody you're interested in in corner number three. You know, what does that feel like? You know, there's probably a big draw for you to go to uh, to that corner um, where you can imagine your spouse, right? To, to have the, to see them in that corner, there's a draw, there's a, an interest in going and spending time with the one that you, you know, you've fallen in love with, right? And that's, that's Eros. That's the romantic um, kind of love. And then in corner number four, in corner number four, is a homeless guy mm. or gal or somebody really poor, somebody who has nobody there, uh, somebody who, who's just, they're, they're you know, the, the world would say, you know, just disgusting um, person, just totally just poor, homeless, just bad, maybe a drug addict. I don't know. Just think of somebody that, that you would look at as just the lowest. Yeah. Right. And, and, and how we would look at people. Right. Nothing in you, nothing in you naturally would would cause you like, not, uh, let me say it this way. Nothing in that person draws you to them. What I mean by this is there is no, no like, it's, there's no affection mm -hmm. there that would cause you to want to go and spend time with this person. You may be saying, you may be thinking like, hold on a second, Dakota. There may be something in you that would cause you to go to them. Mm. That's where this idea of charity or agape comes from. Mm. It's not about the person in that corner that's like drawing you to them. It's something about, it, there has to be be something in you that would that would compel you mm. to go and 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 be with them something in you that would have to compel you to go and be with them 
that form of love, agape, charity, is actually the form of love when we think of God's love towards us. When we think of God's love towards us, this is huge. His love for us is not because there's anything in us that 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 makes us makes us like attractive to him. Mm-hmm. It's all about the love that he possesses. It compels him to love us. That's huge. We are like that homeless or poor person in that corner that when God walks into the room, he's compelled to come to us, not because there's anything in us that's like attractive or splendid or wonderful, but because of all of the love that he possesses. Like that's how full of love he is, which is beautiful. Yeah. And so one of the things that I recognize is when you read this list, I'll read this again. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy, does not boast, is not proud, does not dishonor, is not self-seeking, always protects, trusts, hopes, perseveres, never fails. We can read this description of love sometimes. I know I can. And you can start to think, man, I just, I got to do these things, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's the goal. I just have to be patient, be kind, not envy. But if you you read this list, you see like how faulty our love really is, right? Like you cannot read this list and be like, yeah, I I do that, right? Like it's not self-seeking. Are you kidding me, right? If I wake up in the morning and things aren't going my way, it's like, I'm not loving anybody. It's not going to happen. Or love that never fails. Like how many how many times have we failed those that we we say we love? Oh, all the time. You know, our love. We can't look at this list and go, "All right, I'm going to try and be this this perfect description of love." The word used in this description of love is agape. It's it's you're not meant to look at this and go, "All right, I'm going to be everything that is here." You're meant to look at this and recognize how perfect God's love is. God's love is an agape form of love. And so when you read this list in 1 Corinthians 13, what you should do, what you really should see is how perfect God's love is. And I believe when you recognize how perfect God's love is, it'll compel you to love better and better and better. So the more you recognize his love through this description in 1 Corinthians 13, the more you personally are going to be compelled to then go and love somebody else. It's like being at a party where the host is like serving everybody so much and so crazy that you're like, can I do something to help you? You know, you've been at the Thanksgiving dinner where, where, you know, the host is like running around crazy, serving everybody. And, and you just have that feeling like I've got to do something to help you because you are overwhelming us with love. And I think that's the same type of experience that we can have with God when we meditate on his, his perfect love in these ways. So it's good. I'm out of time, but there is uh there's our, our Friday message for you. Solid. That's such a great message. Can I give that tonight when, uh, when I need to give it to you? Yeah. It's really solid. If you want me to repeat it tonight, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> Hand the mic to you and you can land the plane as they say. That's good, man. That's really it. I've never, uh, yeah, I've, I've never heard you share that story. And I think that's a great visual for us. Looking at the four yeah. corners, four corners of the room, I know Rufus will love that. Put that in. Rufus will put that in his uh, notebook. I'm sure that that'll be used. <laughs> it's good. All right, good stuff, Dakota. Pray us into the rest of our Friday. Yeah, Father, I ask that you would reveal your 
your perfect love to us and in particular ways that we need to hear it and mm-hmm. see it today. Bless the guys and the gals who, who would listen to you, uh, would listen to this and help them to be drawn to you, Father. Help them to be drawn to your your love for, for each of us and let it be something that compels us yep. to go forth and love our neighbors today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well done.